Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. My dear brother, my friend, politically misguided, yes, but he has some redemptive qualities. Shelly Winter, host of WSB, Word on the Street. Shelly, good day, welcome. Well, welcome, uh, thank you, my brother, thank you, I, thank you. Yep, all right, Jesse Dam Smollett, so. Juicy, yeah. juicy. Uh, that's what we're going to debate today, I guess. I don't I don't know how much we disagree. Uh, so I don't want to presume what you know, believe about the saga of Jesse Smollett. You know, he has been set free now uh, during appeal. Uh, so give me your sentiment and I will opine. I, I mean, I, I just think that uh, it's very clear that um, this has been a hoax from the beginning. Anybody that paid attention, I was on cons- another conservative station when this um, happened and that morning, I clearly said this is not true because of the fact that I didn't know any Trump supporters that even watched Empire who even knew who Juicy Smollett was. Um, So I knew it was a hoax from the beginning. But my take on it, it's nothing to do with race, it's all class. Because Pookie or Jethro would not be out of jail less than a week into their census. Well, let me say this. So there are some truths that coexist here. One truth is, I believe Jesse Smollett committed a hoax. And I said that early on. I mean, I got criticized for saying that early on. I just said clearly the story does not add up. Number two, there is a different handling of his case in this situation. Remember, Smollett committed a class four or was convicted of a class four felony. He's a first time offender in this sense. Nobody. 98% of individuals who have a class four felony, they do not go to jail. They get probation, all right? So he actually got jail time. I do believe he is making it as hard as he can for people to support him. I also believe that individuals coming out comparing him to Emmett Till, that's just, that's disrespectful. To the Teal family. At the high, at the highest I, level. Listen, I agree 100%. That has to stop, damn it. That really has to stop. Uh, Emmett Teal was lied on and then killed for that lie. This has nothing to do, no comparison can equate to this, what happened with Smollett. Uh, there's also something else that happened during the uh, ruling. When the judge came out, obviously the judge was pissed and this was his soapbox opportunity. He said what he wanted to say. Well, the judge stepped outside of some judicial boundaries here. And if it had not been for my law school training, I would not have even picked it up. The judge said, you committed perjury. Perjury, Shelley, is an offense that has to be proven in a court of law. Perjury cannot be assumed by a judge. I actually. Actually, I, I didn't go to law school. If I can interrupt you, I know sure. it's a show, but real quick. But um, 
Actually, in Illinois, it, that uh, class four, three felony, they consider filing a false police report as perjury, as similar to perjury, uh, no. because it's a lie to the court. Sir, uh, bearing a false witness and actually committing the crime. I didn't say bearing false witness, I, I, I said filing listen, a false police me. report. L listen to me, brother, I want you right. to hear this, okay? Because yes, I'm, I'm gonna take you to a couple of elements here. Right. So when when Jesse Smollett said, and I hate that I'm kind of defending the guy because I, I do believe he committed a hoax. But when Jesse Smollett came out and proclaimed his innocence, right? He's allowed to do that. He's actually technically innocent based on the standard of judicial prudence. He is considered innocent until proven guilty. He was not proven guilty of perjury. That would have been a separate offense. That right. would have been a separate charge. And that would have been a separate conviction. So. I'm not saying that the conviction is gonna be overturned because the judge stepped outside of judicial norms. But I am saying the judge stepped outside of judicial norms, not only in the sentencing by giving Jesse Smollett actual jail time for a class four felony first offender, but he stepped outside of judicial norms by also saying that he committed in fact perjury. That's outside of judicial norms. Now, is it within judicial discretion? Yes, and is this in part to do with how Jesse Smollett carried himself, yes. But let's go back to the beginning, brother. I want you to think about this, Shelly, because I think you would agree with me. Kim Fox is the elected prosecutor, right? Mm -hmm. Kim Fox was elected by the people to prosecute crimes, correct? Yeah. Kim Fox was also elected to utilize her prosecutorial discretion on what crimes to prosecute, what crimes to let go, what crimes to use alternative sentencing, excuse me, alternative prosecution. She was selected to do this. She decided to engage in an alternative prosecution with Jesse Smollett. Community service, pay restitution, there's a fine, that's it, right? Well within her discretion as the elected prosecutor. And if you don't like it, then meet her at the ballot box because that's how you express when you don't like what an elected official does. Well, something happened, something that has happened less than 1% of the time in that entire state after a prosecutor makes a decision. The judge decided to do something that virtually never happens. The judge stepped in, ordered a special prosecutor, ordered an additional investigation, and by extension investigated Kim Fox. Now here's my question, brother. Why have we not seen judges step up like that when innocent civilians are killed by members of law enforcement? And it's obvious that the DA made a bad call or decided to look the other way. Why haven't judges utilized their discretion and resources and amazing judicial authority to look into those cases and say, I do not agree with the DA, I am appointing a special prosecutor? I totally agree with you Okay. on that situation. Uh, I think it's heinous that DAs take years and fight people that are found innocent in a court of law. Um, and then they fight against it. But in this case, would you, Susan Smith said a black man killed her kids. Yeah. Would you think first time felon, first time ever doing anything, would you have agreed with her being treated like Jesse Spollett by a DA? Oh, it's the first time you lied about a black man committing murder because Jesse Smollett lied about white people. So I'm not defending white people or black people. I'm just yeah. simply saying here, what he did was disgusting. So let me, let me answer it was that. It unnecessary, right. it was unnecessary totally. And I, I know, know 
white guy would say that about two black guys in Chicago, you'd have a Karen segment all around. Right, okay, so let me answer that question. All right, let me answer that question because I did highlight this in one of my previous commentaries. Um, Amy Cooper, who committed a hoax, said a black man attacked her when a black man was simply watching birds. The prosecutor even said what this was was a hoax. It was a false police report. She weaponized her whiteness and a lot of what we call the you know anti-Karen laws were passed because of the prominence of that case. Well, she got all of her charges dropped. She never got prosecuted, all of her charges were dropped against her. No judge said, no, this is a miscarriage of justice, I need to investigate it further. And and let me explain a nuance in the Jesse Smollett situation. Well, you know that's New York and Chicago. I understand that, but once again, I get that. But even in the context of Chicago, that judge has never in his history sentenced anyone to jail for a class four felony first offense. It's the first time he's ever done it. And and he he probably shouldn't have done it here. I don't think any of us that laughed at Jesse Smollett for this whole entire episode ever want to see him go to to jail. All right, so we can can agree. I I would like to see Smollett do something redemptive. I personally would like to see him come clean about it. I don't think he's going to do that. But another dynamic that I think is interesting in this saga is the the reality of how the judicial system stretched itself in order to prosecute Jesse Smollett, who in fact engaged in a criminal conspiracy with two other individuals to pull off this hoax. Well, two of those people turned state as they say against Smollett, but they were all involved in a criminal enterprise in order to pull off the hoax. Now, I get it, there should be a penalty for Smollett. What he did, Shelley, was violate our trust. Right. And and he wanted to exploit issues such as race. He wanted to exploit real victims that have been subject to victimization because of their sexual orientation, etc. He did that, and there should be a penalty for that. So there's a judicial penalty, and then there's a societal penalty. So yes, he has to pay back every penny that right. they spent to investigate that foolishness. All right, I agree. Right. And the maximum penalty, community service. But once again, the the original prosecutor was taken out of her authority right. for this one but person. I think, I think it just needs to happen more when it's a more serious crime, more serious impact to the world. That's all I'm saying. If somebody I, dies I agree. and I the agree. DA didn't investigate it nor right. uh, decided to launch a, an well, exhaustive search, there needs to be a judge that says, no, nah, damn it, we're not gonna let that stand. I have the authority to do something else. And, 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 and Or you have in our situation, a governor who extends the uh, special prosecutor status to a Republican attorney general in the name of Chris Carr, who goes after the Arbery case because the DA didn't do her job. So that's what happened here in Georgia. So I agree with you, it should happen more. But, but once again, no, 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 that, that's that's not actual actually comparable. Only because the judge in Georgia did not order it. This, well, no, this I just happened. Yeah, I, I'm telling you that people can should step in and I'm giving you yeah, examples okay. of where it happened. Uh, but with the uh, Justice Smollett case, if, if you, you don't, don't have, have sitting senators tweeting out the night yeah. after, then you don't get all of this. <laughs> if Kamala Harris, Cory Booker said, this is why I wrote the anti-lynching law. So when you take it to the next level, then everyone has to take it to the next I, level. So let me enter, say this, Shelley. Enter Dan Webb. Let me say this, Shelley. The people that responded like Senator Booker, now Vice President Harris, they were responding, in my opinion, out of a good faith belief that brother Jesse would not simply make up 
such an extreme story. You knew he made it up. I, I damn, I'm, from, it listen, up. I'm from Glenwood Road. You know I knew he made it up. <laughs> right. I knew he made it up that, immediately. Immediately. So my that's city senators that I that is now a vice president should have known that. But my point is, is when they stepped in, that's, that's what, what creates all the other Adjust. So are you saying, are you I'm saying- I'm not saying it's okay, no. I'm not no, 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 okay. I, that's, not, that's not my point. Okay. But are you saying that if it would not have been, like let, let's say it's still Jesse Smollett, he's still a major actor. No, he got a, no, he's uh, Empire. Empire. <laughs> <laughs> His sister's a major actor. I'm done, his man. His sister's a major actor. Wait, wait a minute, man. He's Empire. Wait a minute. <laughs> Listen. I, I would give you that the brother doesn't have a lot of acting range. No, evidence evidence about what, what he did after the after <laughs> the, the verdict, after the ruling of his sentencing, right? Uh I said, man, I forgot how bad of an actor the brother is. <laughs> uh, but he was a major actor at the moment for many, including myself. We all knew who he was. So, until they until they went left, we all loved that Empire. And, yeah, right. and he was a part of them going left. So we all right, back all right. So, so you're saying, if others had not jumped in so quickly, this may have had a different remedy. Maybe they allow Kim Fox to engage in the alternative prosecution as she did in the beginning. If you, if, if this, this doesn't, doesn't go, you know, I hate to say this because I, you know, we differ on this, but. Okay. And this has been such a great segment for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but a lot of this was Trump driven. What I mean by that, when they jumped in, Pelosi jumps in, all yeah. the Democrats jumped in. They jumped in on from the racial aspects of what he claimed to have happened. Right, and he claimed they were Trump supporters. I mean, right, exactly. it, it was just, I mean, right. so, so, so we don't need is, that. So my know? point is, if none of that happens, he just goes court, no one even cares, and he's going to court. Okay, and you may have a point there. I mean, but the, his aim, you can't according even say to the I narrative, had a point. You yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You you may have a point <laughs> <laughs> because according to the narrative, his aim was to gain a new level of popularity, etc. And I've said this from day one about the why, right? This is this is obviously a guy, in my opinion, who doesn't believe in his own talent because if you believe if you believe in your own talent. You don't do all of this in order to make yourself relevant because you believe in your own talent. My brother, thank you. All right, have a great weekend, all that good stuff. We're gonna get together and do something for the uh, teens yeah. uh, in the Atlanta community. And I yeah. talked to you offline about you that. Are you gonna get a team? Are you gonna get a team? I, I think so, I think I get a, a team. How many, how many do we need for the basketball team? Usually, you want an 18 to 24 year old. You don't want any more than eight kids because you don't want to deal with subbing in and out. Okay. Kids can all run right. all day now. Okay, that'll work. All right, we'll make something happen. Thank you, brother. Oh, you put a team in. We crushing y'all, sir. <laughs> you see, there you go with those tall tales and long lies. All brother, right, I love you, brother. <laughs> love you back, man.